0: A few years back, I ran into an actor, producer, writer named B.J. Novak while both of us were waiting for our luggage at LAX airports. If you're my age, you probably know him best from his time as Ryan the Temp in the TV show The Office. Or maybe you know him from movies like Inglorious Bastards. Oh, I love that movie. But the band I was playing with at the time had just flown back into the States and we were waiting around, waiting for our guitars and gear to come through a baggage claim. And while we were standing there waiting, at the same time we struck up a conversation i got to chatting with him it turns out bj was just flying back in town i think he lived in la uh but he was just about to head out to record a podcast interview with a guy named tim ferris now this is before i was doing my own podcast so at that time i'm just a normal Podcast interview junkie and of course I'd, I'd heard of the Tim Ferriss show So I told him I'd keep an ear out for it and looked forward to hearing it. The problem was man. The problem was that I wish I wish these two would have sat down and recorded this freaking interview like 20 years ago because here's the deal I've had this problem in my creative process uh, When it comes to my ideas, but I've realized like in real time I'm actually really bad at judging if an idea is worth pursuing or not. Yeah, and the conversation BJ Novak and Tim Ferriss had where BJ shares his approach and what he does when it comes to writing down his ideas, what was really fascinating about it is not just the fact that he writes down his ideas, but what he does after writing them down. It's freaking brilliant, and it changed my entire creative process. Friends, welcome to an experiment, a, a mini-series, if you will, here on the podcast. I'm writing, I'm writing, pfft, I'm, I'm calling Write Shit Down. And in this, I am sharing my techniques, my approach, to writing things down, whether it's an idea you have uh, for some a creative project, maybe it's like your to do list, maybe it's just keeping track of conversations you've had with friends, uh, quotes you've heard. I'm convinced that writing shit down. No no matter what it is or what it's for, if you find it interesting, writing shit down is one of the cores of living a curious life. And today I want to share with you a technique I've been using for years when it comes to uh, what do I do with my creative ideas that I've written down, like once they're written down in a notebook, what's my approach specifically after that? It all comes from an interview, a podcast interview I listened to years ago with BJ Novak and Tim Ferriss, and actually, I took notes on this podcast, and I implemented it in my life, and share. I'm actually going to share this audio with you here in a second. But I actually, I've been doing it for so many years now that I've actually started to take it for granted, and I've forgotten that this is something that I think you might find helpful or interesting. But the only reason I thought about it is because this past week I was doing a remote session with my buddy Dan Rodriguez, and we're recording at his studio that's attached to his home. And he lives up in, uh, north of the cities, and we were all up there tracking for a couple of days, spend the night at his place. And the first night we were there, we finished tracking all day, and we were inside hanging out, and we're hanging out uh, with his wife, Megan, and their two boys. Uh, at some point, they asked if I would read the boys one of their bedtime books before they send them off to bed. I said, hell yeah, I'm all about it. They pulled out a book called The Book With No Pictures. And I've heard about this book before. Uh, It's freaking brilliant. It's a children's book with no pictures. And it was written by BJ Novak. And I I was thinking about it. I was like, man, you know, BJ is constantly someone who has a ton of creative endeavors that he's doing. Uh, But he's just someone that has like all these freaking creative ideas constantly. And when I see people like that, I don't know, like, are you kind of like that? way? you see someone that's doing a million things, you're like, man. How do, you, how do you like come up with all these brilliant ideas? Well, for me, having spent years in the creative process with music and other mediums, I, I think less of how do you come up with creative ideas and more so my question is, how do you know which ideas you have are worth pursuing? Like I, I have a ton of ideas for different projects all the time. My problem for the longest time was that I would have an idea. I'd write it down. Oh man, this, this is a great idea for, let's just say like a podcast idea. And I would start diving into it right away. And I would be like, I'd start judging my ideas in the moment. And what I realized is that I am in, when, while I'm in the moment, like when the ideas come to me, I'm writing, like I am actually a shit judge when it comes to recognizing if this idea is worth pursuing or not. This conversation between Tim Ferriss and BJ Novak was a game changer for me, where BJ Novak essentially outlined his process and how he writes down his ideas. And then he gives them space. He uh, he puts uh, the notebook once it's full into an inbox in his office. Well, actually, I don't know why the hell I'm, I'm like outlining this for you. How about this? Let's just dive in. And this is part of the conversation uh, where BJ Novak talks about his creative process and writing down and journaling down his ideas. Um, This comes from a podcast called The Tim Ferriss Show. And if you haven't checked it out, it's one of my all-time favorite podcasts. And I'm going to put a link to the show notes below for this. And there's a link to this full episode. You can check it out on your own or any others, uh, that you want to check out. Just like Tim's podcast is one of those where it's just worth going on and just diving into it. So without, as Tim would say, without any further ado, here is parts of a conversation between BJ Novak and Tim Ferriss that changed my creative endeavors for the better.
1: with my other writing too I always start with what I love and if I'm stuck on a story um and I approach it the next day I never go to the hard part first some writers probably do I go to the, what's my what's the one thing I'm proud of in the story
2: could you give an example
1: um and not off the top of my head, but you know, okay. like there might just or be, hypothetical, a, there might yeah. just be a, a joke or a phrase or a beautiful line that I'm proud of that I, I I'm just so certain everyone's going to think I'm brilliant. And so I start at that and I get excited. And then I want everything else to live up to that rather than start at the problem. That's a personal mm-hmm. thing. I, I am very motivated by positive, mm-hmm. uh, thinking. Were there any other? An ego, positive ego, you know, use your own ego to fuel yourself rather than, uh, be an obstacle.
2: Uh what other approaches do you take in your work life or personal life to maintain positivity or use positivity?
1: Um I consider being in a good mood the most important part of my creative process. So right or wrong, I don't I personally don't get up early unless I'm awake early, if un or I have somewhere to be. I know I read the book we talked about daily rituals, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah, Mason Curry, great book. I'm demoralized
2: by how many great people start their day very early. <laughs> were um, you? Were you also? I tried in to bed. Were, were you encouraged or demoralized by how many of them were drug addicts? <laughs> it's that like, was encouraged. It's like ninety yeah, yeah, percent yeah, yeah. used methamphetamine. Amphetamine, right? <laughs> um, but you know this Starbucks, this
1: Venti Starbucks in front of me. Like, who's to say that doesn't have the same stimulation that they used back then? So you know if. I try to go to bed early and wake up early, but if I need to sleep late or take a walk in the morning or whatever, I find that being in a good mood for creative work is is worth the hours it takes to get in a good mood. So often when I was writing uh my books, I would, you know, someone would check in, send me a text at like 1130, like, how are you doing? You know, what's, what's up? And I'd say, powering up. I just feel, you know, the first few hours, you're just getting into a good mood until I think, all right, all right. You know, I I have an idea I'm excited about or I have so much self-loathing and caffeine that I'm like, got to do something.
2: (laughs) The self-loathing plus caffeine is a hell of a thing. uh, One of uh, of my friends, Kelly Starrett, who's a a very well-known athletic trainer, calls it cup of fear. So you take the self-loathing and then you you drink a cup of fear. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you my number
1: one while we're on this, my number one creative uh, productivity advice to anyone. Um, in I mean, anyone, if it works for you, I carry around a notebook and if I don't have a little notebook, I have my phone, you know, but I really divide my creative work into two distinct phases, which is the idea phase and the execution phase. And I do not let either interrupt the other, um, or, uh, yeah. I, yeah, that's the best way to say it. So if I'm taking a walk or I'm having a drink with a friend and just some funny idea comes up, something that makes me smile or or some other impulse, I write it down uh, and I never judge, well, what would you do with this idea or how would you end that joke? Never. I just have this notebook and I feel like the richest man in the world in terms of ideas. Just fill it up, um, feel great, Always, never question it. Then on a separate day, I sit down, you know, 9 or 10 a.m. with a big cup of coffee at my desk, go through the notebook, and I do my best with every idea, in the book. So I never am intimidated. When you say do your face. best,
2: you're developing yeah. each one on a separate piece of paper or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. On my computer usually, mm-hmm. um, or continue an idea on the computer that I left off the previous day. But, uh, you know, but first I'll check my notebook. Oh, did I have any ideas for solutions or whatever? So the idea to me, everything is idea and execution. And if you separate idea and execution, you don't put too much pressure on
2: either of them. I was reading uh, an article by, uh, Isaac Asimov about sort of creativity in groups versus solo uh creativity and uh very similar conclusion that he came yep. to, just keeping them separate. Now when you uh do you have a particular type of notebook, particular type of pen yeah. that you like?
1: Yeah, I use the moleskin kahir, as i say it. I have no
2: idea. You can buy them.
1: C-A-H-I-E-R. Mm. You can go on Amazon and buy these three packs. So they're much thinner than the typical Moleskine notebook. So you can really, you can keep them in your pocket easier and you finish them so you feel more productive. <laughs> you feel like you've yeah, accomplished you something. fill them up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and then I have a huge box of them. But I use that and I use the Uniball Vision uh, pen And uh, generally.
2: How do you... Do you date them? How do you keep track of these? What I do,
1: I order different colors. I mix up the colors that I order, and then I buy on Amazon these huge batches of stickers, shape stickers that teachers use to put on, you know, reports and stuff, like stars and circles and blue rectangles and stuff. And every time I start a new notebook, um I write my phone number in the first page in case anyone finds it. Super important. Yep. And then (laughs) I put a sticker in the top left corner of the book. That lets me know what which one I'm on currently. And then I have a yellow, I'm sorry, I have a red box for, um, I have a, a white box for untranscribed notebooks because then I transcribe them on my computer and a red box for transcribed notebooks. And I don't date them and I always tell myself I should date them, this is crazy. Because when I go through the white box, You know, I'm jumping around six months ago, four months ago, you know, I'm not going in order, but I guess just, I'm not going to question it because something about the creative process, I just don't want to date them.
2: I just don't know. Interesting. What, uh, I mean, maybe that would create some bias against older material. I mean, for the same reason that I take dates on my blog posts and I moved them from the top. To as a small italicized line at the bottom, and my traffic jumped oh. like 20 30 percent because people that are no longer biased against older material. That's very interesting. That's something on the list app too. We we keep an eye on uh, what, uh, and we're we we are going to talk a lot about lists. Not not uh, trying to rush you. Uh, no, no, there. no. We're 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 going to get there. The the I love the red box and white box. When you develop these or do your best with them, as you said on the computer, are you doing this in a particular app? or program or is it limited to whatever your current focus is say a book or a screenplay or film
1: I use Microsoft Word Mm -hmm. Um, same reason my dad used WordStar it's just what I learned and got in the habit of Um, and I use Final Draft for screenplays because everyone does Mm -hmm. Um, I would like I know there's other software out there I would like something that kind of combines the two because often I would like to kind of write a paragraph and then kind of throw in dialogue easily but uh, I it's not worth it to me to investigate and switch.
0: Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations reported all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge. So that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll
2: enjoy.